The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and we are mega preview pod in all things golf because so much is happening. The coach is here. Welcome, coach. Oh, we got a lot to talk about. Let's get to it. Kyle Porter is here, KP. Hey, bud. I I, I mean, we three more out. We should make these three hours. There's too much to discuss. <laughs> we should. I'm going to stop you right there, Kyle. We are getting that static from your headphones. No. Oh take them out. What do you do? You take out the cartridge, you blow on it, you put it back in, you slam them on the table, do whatever you got to do. We'll get that all cleaned up. Make sure that when we do talk for three hours, uh, we can hear all your lovely hot takes and everything else that's, that's going on. But uh, let me tee us up in the storylines of the day here, gentlemen, the alliance, the strategic alliance between the PGA tour and the DP world tour. Now much more, integrated coach the pga tour has actually increased their stake in the dp world tour productions that's the company that puts on everything from 15 percent to 40 percent um this partnership goes through 2035 that's 13 more years there are a couple of other bullet points which we'll get to but this is the pga tour and the dp world tour forming a uh, a wall essentially for these, these competitors. You, you know, Rick, I, I have anybody that watches the show or knows me or watches CBS knows that I work for the PGA tour. And obviously I've been getting shot after shot after shot because I've been very consistent in saying, just wait. And they say, well, they're just reacting to what live golf does. Understand this in all of time, in all of time, no matter what the sport is, no matter what the organization is, there is a reaction and there is being aggressive. The great organizations are always aggressive. I believe that the PJ Tour at times has been. But I don't care what the reason is for this happening. It should be happening. And so I don't want to hear anybody say, well, they're just doing – of course, their hand was forced a little bit. But look at what this is going to do now. It's going to allow players like a Brooks Kepka, like a Peter Uline, who years and years ago had to go somewhere else because they couldn't qualify for the PGA Tour. And this allows more ways to get to the PGA Tour. It allows more funding around the world. And this is taking all of the world's leagues, for the most part, and putting them together. So you can see more players on more leagues. All of that, to me, is good. So for Liv, this has been good for us at the PGA Tour. It's forced us to make changes, and I'm here for all of that. I'm starting to think, KP, that Jay Monahan uh, listens to the first cut. I said, go out, buy. Go buy the whole thing. Go buy the DP World Tour. He didn't do that. Didn't do that. Increased the stake to 40%, which this, this has always been, in my opinion, if you're the PGA Tour, a key step in the process. 
Yes. Yeah. It, does that sound better? Does that sound better? Yes, it's awful. It is awful, unfortunately. <laughs> we want we want all your sweet, sweet takes. We really do. Crystal really here. All right, we're gonna have him uh drop out and, and come back in here. But coach, this is um now creating somewhat of a of a world tour. And what it's gonna actually allow to happen is uh guaranteed growth in purses on the DP world tour for each of the mm -hmm. next five years. There's gonna be a clear pathway now for the Sunshine Tour, the PGA Tour of Australasia. That's always hard for me to say. And then, of course, starting in 2023, here's kind of the big, big takeaway. The top 10 players at the end of the yep. season on the DP World Tour are going to get their tour cards, PGA tour cards. And what does that mean? This is like a funnel. Imagine a funnel and you got all the players in the world. And I look back at Victor Hovland, Matthew Wolf, Colin Morikawa as the reasons for some of these changes. Not the only reasons, but they are the reasons. So now you're funneling all the best players around the world. And if they perform, what happens, Rick? Well, they get to go to the PGA Tour, which if you've read story after story, Pearson Cootie, what did he just say? I turned down live because my dream was to play on the PGA Tour. How many more players around the world is their dream to play on the PGA Tour? I would say there's a lot. And now there's a clear-cut path. If you are good enough, no matter where you play, you can make it to the PGA Tour. Uh, KP, let's try one more time. Yeah, how's that? Not good. Gosh. Not good. You know what, Zach? Zach Jeffers in the chat has figured this out. Jacob, pull up that comment. He says KP's earpods can go pound sand. Back <laughs> yeah, among the many that can go pound sand in the chat. So. Oh yeah, uh, they're not. We'll not. we'll have to get Kyle figure. We've never si we've never sidelines Kyle like this before. No, we haven't. I haven't. No, right, one more time. Not good. Talk to me. So that's that not so bad. That's better. Okay. Let's try that. Yeah, okay. Good. Let, yeah. Let's try this, Kyle. Okay. I'll, tee, I'll tee you up on this. This is this is a seemingly significant step. Yes or no? I think it's fine. Hmm. I, th I think that, I mean, honestly, like the biggest news for me on Tuesday was this sentence in the press release. This was on europeantour.com, which is hilarious that their website is still europeantour.com, even though they're Tour has been DP World Tour for six months now. <laughs> uh, with today's announcement, DP World Tour members will now have direct and formal access to the very pinnacle of the men's professional game on the PGA Tour. And this was the first sort of um, acknowledgement by the, I'm just going to call it the European Tour, by the European Tour that they are a feeder tour, right? They, they've always sort of purported themselves as this destination tour. And I think in so many ways they have been over the last 30 or 40 years. I mean, you, you talk about like, I mean, think about Seve in the 80s and and all the guys they had coming into, you know, Colin Montgomery in the 90s and, and all these guys. That was like where guys in Europe wanted to play. The, the European sort of migration to the to, to the PGA Tour is is a very modern thing. Like what Rory has done is is not. It just wasn't really done back in the eighties and nineties, and so I think this has been kind of the slow uh, dissension, if you will. That's a, probably a bad word for it. The slow descending of. The European tour into kind of a feeder to the PGA tour and 
publicly, I, I think I might be wrong about this. The first time they sort of acknowledged that that's the case. Now, the, the 10 tour cards, does that do a lot for me? I, I put out the list of guys that would have made it last year. Um, Jay, producer Jacob can probably pull it up. Uh, Min Wu, uh, Nikolai Hogard, Robert McIntyre, Richard Bland, Alexander Bjork. I wish Mark was here to pronounce all these names. Uh, Burned Wiesberger, Guido Migliozzi, Dean Burmester, Jason Scribner, Laurie Cantor. What, what, what does that do for me? Like, do, am I excited about that? But but now, but Kyle, why why should you be excited though? I guess my question is, what would excite you? What changes could they have made that would have excited you? Because this is about the oh. players having a place to go. That's these changes are about the future, not about me being excited. Yeah. Or, or I mean, what would have excited you? Blowing the whole thing up and starting over. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, it just it feels okay. it feels a little like we're just kind of moving the chairs around on the deck of the Titanic, right? Like, oh well, now there's chairs over here. They used to be over here. Is it is it going to help? Like, does this stabilize everything uh, when you contrast it to live golf? Maybe it does, but I I, I don't. I, I, I don't know. I, I I I don't know what it how it really benefits the PGA Tour. I guess because you're you're bringing everybody else together. That's exactly what you're doing. You're bringing all the from around. Live golf to me, and I know you and I just fundamentally disagree. When you got Sergio Garcia announcing discount tickets for event number two in the United States, that to me tells me where they're at, and this tells me they've been working behind the scenes. And you can't to to me the idea that they're going to come out and just shock the world. When it's been a really, really good tour for a long time. And I know there's different voices. We all are really smart. and We're all involved. But at, at the same time, what did you want them to do? I guess that's my question. Because to me, this is really significant changes for the players. And this is about the players. And then I think we can build around it as media people or people that work for CBS or the tour. Yeah, I mean, and this will be a different podcast that that we'll do. Uh, I think we're going to talk about like what does our ideal world tour look like. We don't need to jump we, into that. Be, that'll be an eight part mini series. <laughs> yeah, I have I have very extreme ideas that don't we don't need to delve into right now. Um, so I think, and we can get into the corn ferry and Q school part of this. But I think I think you're right, Coach, in terms of like what was on the table in front of them right now. I think it's, I think it's fine. I think, I think it's, I think it's great. I just don't know. Like, it feels like, Oh, we've got all these, you know, moving stuff around and it's like, well, what is like, does it, how does that benefit you when you're like looking at live golf? I, I, I your, your, your companies are more aligned. I, I think like that's a good thing. I just don't know that it really stems the tide of, of, kind of what's been going on over the last six weeks the biggest advantage of this will not be listed in a press release from jay monahan but the answer is they block owgr points and they block live from buying dp world tour because if live was gonna buy it like there were reports for all the guys could play in those events earn their owgr points get into major championships and this thing continues for a long, long time. This I mean, it's, it's, it's tantamount to the tour buying the European tour and making it a feeder tour, right? Like that's sort of what happened today. For sure. It's yeah. not explicitly what happened, but it, it's, it's sort of what happened. And so I think, and it's not good for the European, like, like the European tour doesn't come out of this as a winner, except that mm -mm. they 
got a bunch of money invested in them and now there's it's going to be a, a better place to play and more money and all that stuff but um yes i i think it is now under more under the umbrella of the pga tour yeah I, the weirdest part about all this and and i'm sure that there, there there are probably people that have entered into this world that we're all in over the last two months that either didn't or still don't know that the five most valuable properties in all of golf are not governed by any of the uh, uh, organizations or entities that we've been discussing. Live doesn't own any of them. PGA Tour doesn't own any of them. I guess European Tour owns half of one of them. <laughs> talking about the Ryder Cup. And like it, it's such a bizarre thing to be discussing this professional sport and ignoring like the 50% of it that matters the most or what, whatever you want to say. It's just like a, a there's no other sport that is structured and and built like that that I I mean maybe I don't know I was thinking about this does ten, does the ATP and tennis own like do they run Wimbledon do they run the Australian Open do we know that does anybody know that the ATP, they work with them cuz when you go to anything it says ATP men Wimbledon so they all all of tennis works together now whether or not they own them I do not know that but I know that they all work together because they just Wimbledon just banned the Russian players from playing in, in the tennis. And so there's no world ranking points at Wimbledon. That was the response from the ATP tour to Wimbledon doing that. So they work together, but clearly, you know, so that's so there's no ranking points at Wimbledon this year because of that. How crazy would that be if there were no world ranking points at the Masters next year? Can you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. It's essentially the same thing. There is also, and Kyle, Kyle alluded to this coach, uh, the number of golfers who are going to have tour cards is going to change. And the way that they earn their tour cards is going to change. So the corn yeah. Ferry tour now going to award 30 cards. You're all, they're also reviving Q school top five, getting their tour cards there. We already mentioned the 10 coming from the DP world tour. I think it's going to create this, this churn where you're going to see a lot new, a, a lot more new guys, and maybe it's for only a year at a time, accessing the PGA Tour. Well, there's no question about it. I think it also goes back to now we're seeing what we see last week. Pearson Cootie wins on the Court Ferry Tour. He just graduated from the University of Texas. It is about time that we recognize that these players, some of them that are coming out of college, are ready for the PGA Tour. So let's give them that opportunity. That's what the PGA Tour University was all about. You see the five that were the top five there. They're already playing well on the Corn Ferry Tour. So now this gives an opportunity, but the group of players that it hurts are the group of players that are signing with Liv. That's who it hurts, and that's why they're going there. Because if you're a 44, 45-year-old player like a Louis Oosthuizen or an Ian Poulter, you know for a fact that long-term, you can't beat Pearson Cootie anymore. You can't beat these cats coming out of college anymore. So now you'll go take the easy money and take the, the guaranteed money, and all these cats coming out who are hungry. Go read that article by Pearson Cootie about getting called uh, by the Live Golf and see what he says. That's the core of what golf is all about. So now this allows these young players, and if they market themselves correctly, they can make a lot of money. You can start having nil deals in college, and it helps out everybody from the jump and not just after you're clawing your way on sponsors exemptions to maybe get to the PGA Tour. Uh, we should uh, we should get a first cut pod logo on some college kid's bag somewhere. But how much could that possibly cost? A couple, couple of grand. Um, KP, you wrote an article for CBSSports.com, and it kind of talked about uh, 
Chikara, right? The number two amateur and how that's, that's potentially the problem, right? Is retaining the young up and coming stars and via these different entryways to the PGA tour. Do you think that that, that problem or that concern got a little bit addressed today? No, not really. <clears throat> I, I I think that it's difficult because you look at other, and again, I it, this is probably unfair to compare it to other team sports, but I'm comparing it to other big American sports. So all so NBA, NFL, and well, let's just do NBA and NFL. There's a pathway straight from college or high school, or not high school, but one year after uh, you're out of high school into uh those leagues right and you get you you make your money you get you're you're good you're good to go and the one that's not like that is is major league baseball Mm -hmm. where you you don't go straight nobody goes straight to the pros it just doesn't happen uh there's like three guys that have done it yeah name Uh, name one i think nolan ryan did it I don't know. That wasn't the one I was, I, I can only name one. And that wasn't the guy I was thinking of. There, there was, a, there was a guy that went straight from like high school in Texas to pitching for the Texas Rangers. I can't remember his name. Uh, who who, who are you thinking of? Ken Griffey Jr. Did it right. Did he go straight? He didn't play minor leagues. I'm pretty, I don't think so. Okay. okay. But yeah. That's a good one. There, there was a, there was a, yeah, I can't remember the guy's name who, who was pitching for the right. I should know. Cause he was out of Texas, but the difference and so that that is more similar to what the, what golfers have to do, right? They they can't just like, I mean, you can, actually you can now with Q with the Q school, the five cards out of Q school, but it's extraordinarily extraordinarily difficult to jump right into the PGA Tour. We've seen Rom do it. Uh, we've seen uh, who else? Wolf. So, uh, some of those guys. Spieth did it, where you just you play like four events, you win one of them, or you get enough points in your sponsor exemptions. The point is the path is, is very, very, very difficult. And my point was uh, it because, because that path is so difficult, you're going to get guys that come out of college that are like, wait a second, I'll just take guaranteed money from live. Even if they stash me on the Asian tour, because at some point you're going to fill up those 48 spots, which by the way, I heard that 48 is not like their final number. I heard it's going to be a lot bigger than that, which is interesting, but you, you it, coming out of college, so many. How many twenty-two-year-olds are, are going to say, "You know what? I'm going to just grind my butt off over here in these ruthless leagues that I probably will never get out of to get to the PJ Tour?" Versus, how many are going to say, "Wait a second, you're guaranteeing me a contract, and I get to go straight to this the the top of the tour and play with Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson?" I mean, that's a that's a Pearson Cootie, to your point, is is the is the anomaly. He's the I, exception. I, to- I completely disagree. Oh my God, do I completely disagree? I could not disagree more with you, Kyle. Right now, there's not going to be a lot of guys like that. Plus, you got to remember these are not stars. They're not stars, and the only thing that matters is if they sign stars. Every player they sign is over the hill or doesn't win. You got to have stars for anybody to care in any sport. By the way, the NBA example you use, there's only 64 guys. That's it. That goes straight to the NBA. 64. Everybody else has to do a corn ferry tour. It's called the G League. They have to do things. It's called overseas. It's the same in team sports too. It's not as easy as you're making it out to be. There's only 64 dudes that get drafted. Everybody else has to go through other different plays just like this. 
For sure. But my point is you're, you're comparing equitable things. You, you get guaranteed money if you go to the G League or to Australia or Russia or Europe or wherever you're going to play basketball, and you get guaranteed money in the NBA. It's you know a lot more guaranteed. You know it, how much they make? How much guarantee it? it? Well, I was going to say it's a lot more guaranteed money in the NBA, right? Uh, but Over in golf, 60 you grand, 60 grand is all it is. Right. But in golf, you get n- you, nothing if you go the, the uh, Corn Ferry slash PGA Tour route or you're guaranteed whatever Live Golf wants to pay you. And so you're, you're, there's an inequity there that it might turn out to not be a problem because I agree with you, Coach. It's going to be very difficult for Live Golf to turn those guys into stars, especially if they can't get into majors, which is where stars are made. Mm-hmm. I agree with but that. But if they get if, if they get OWGR points, then all of a sudden <laughs> you're, you're I, getting. I, I, I think you're looking at it from a working golf writer's perspective and not from a golfer's perspective. Like I believe, I and this I believe this to be true. Having listened to you for the last three or four weeks, I think you want this thing to be a big thing. So there's competition, so it's more exciting for you to write about because everything you're saying is to me. It is not wrong to you, and I I don't want to step on your opinion, and I apologize for that. But I just think it's wrong that you think that all these players are going to go there and all of a sudden it's going to be this big league. Fans do not care. There are a thousand things to watch. In, and if you don't have stars, nobody's going to watch Pearson Cootie play on live golf. But if he works his way up, becomes a star, and put the machine behind him, is live going to have the machine behind these guys to puff them up and make them stars? No. They're but, not going to do that. But the PGA Tour, I would argue, doesn't make you a star. How you perform the major championships makes you a star. And so if live golf gets OWGR points and all of a sudden has these 10 superstar 22 year olds and one of them wins the US Open. Is you Ricky didn't Fowler even, a star? Ricky Fowler you didn't star? even Yeah, Ricky Fowler's an uh, an anomaly. That that's a that's that's fair. But you didn't even have to do the work because the majors did it for you. Right? You do you, you as Live Golf doesn't even have they don't even have to develop stars because if if the U.S. Open and Open Championship are developing those stars for them if they're no, getting into no, these, these players are going to be seen once a year, twice a year. You don't you out of sight, out of mind. You have to play and participate for fans to care about you. And they're not playing. DJ said it. The point is to play less golf, not more, less, less. Everybody wants yeah, to go pro- less and make more money. It's, it's just not a substantial thing that players are going to run to do. I'm talking about the young players. That's our, our argument right now. Here's here's my thing, though. If you're 21 years old, coming out of college, you're a stud, and you can, again, this is dependent on OWGR points, and that will play out in the future, but you can still get into the majors via live. Are you going to, coach, are you going to take a, a $1.5 million contract that's guaranteed for three years, or are you going to say, okay, I'm going to go grind it out on the Corn Ferry Tour where I might not make any money? I mean, that's I mean, an I'm, easy... I'm, I am hopefully going to have somebody in my ear that says what I know to be true, because I've been there and I've seen it, that half these players haven't even got paid yet. And when this guy decides to walk away in two or three years and these cats are 24 years old, where are they going to go? Because that's what's going to happen. In four or five years, when this dude walks away with the money, by the way, where are these guys going to go? You can't sacrifice 40 years for a $1.5 million signing bonus. Do now, you by, think the way, do- by the way, the, 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 the money you win in the tournament goes against that. You're not even have, making more than that. I, I have heard that. Uh, do you yes. think that agents who get paid on contracts are going to tell them to to take less money? No, I think they're if not. You're, if you're a real agent and you're worth your salt, you're going to tell your client what's best for his career. 
not what's best for your bottom line. And what's best I'm for not, your is not to risk three years for 40. That's what they're risking. Three to four years for 40 years. To I don't, me, if Pearson Cooper's going to make millions and tens of millions of dollars, he's going to do that on the PGA Tour. How much is enough? I don't, I don't disagree. Like, I am with you in terms of what the wise decision is, but I'm against you in terms of what the 22-year-old is going to decide. I think I, I think well, we're gonna find out. We'll find out. There's well, an and that's and that's what I'm saying. And I think I think the tour is in a in a vulnerable spot right there because they're they're not able to provide any guarantees. And that's like that's the that's I think some people that's the competition we, part of the sport. I listen, I I agree. I think the meritocracy of golf is a beautiful thing, but what I think doesn't matter. It's what a 21-year-old superstar thinks. Yeah. Right. And so I think I, that's sort of what I'm pointing at. I don't think this path is better. I don't think the live path is better or uh, more enticing for fans or more compelling as someone uh, as a fan of the sport. But again, what we think doesn't matter when what's in front of a 21 year old is a two million dollar guarantee or whatever the number is. Right. Rick, what do you have to say? Uh, I'm probably in agreement with a little bit of each of you. I think that uh, coach is right in the fact that. Way to take a side there. Say again. Way to way to take a stand there. (laughs) Such bravery. Listen, I think coach is right that there is going to be a lot of out of sight, out of mind. I think coach is also uh, underestimating how many people only watch four times a year anyway, right? So the four times that we see these guys that the majority of golf fans only show up and watch four times a year. I think that there is a small window where if in the next year or two, one of these live guys wins a major, for example, would be horrible for the PGA tour. Cause I also think Kyle's right. That majors make these guys start. The, the live is going to have an possible problem of developing stars. They're not going to be able to do it themselves. They're going to need another way to do it. And if, if, and I think if you can survive like 18 months without wanting them, wanting one of them winning a major, it's like, who cares who goes there? They have no stars left. All right. Think about this guys. Think about this. What did we just see at the U S open? If we use that as a microcosm, what did we just see? All of the live guys who hadn't played hardly any golf at all got boat raced by those that play a lot. If you're only playing eight times a year, or six, whatever it is you've signed up for, you're going to show up at Major Sharp? Nobody from Live Golf even sniffed the top 20, I don't think, last week. That's going to consistently happen. You can't just show up and play Majors and say, I'm going to I'm going to compete. You've got to be playing 15, 20 times a year to play those kind of golf courses. And eight times a year? No. You're not going to compete. Yeah. I mean, Live is increasing their uh, schedule, right? I mean, there's still there's still 54 hole events, which is different, but it's not it's not as if it's not as if like I I think sometimes we do this thing in golf where we say, well, if you're guaranteed money, then you're just going to get lazy with your game. You're just guaranteed that money or whatever. But we would never say that about Steph Curry. We would never say that about Mike Trout both of whom are guaranteed a lot of money over a long period of time. And the, re- the, the, the reason is twofold. The first reason is that 
they are still inside of the ecosystem that leads to championships, that leads to titles, that leads to rings. Uh, and so if you're in that ecosystem and the only pathway is through the league that you're in to get to those titles and rings, then you're going to stay hungry and competitive. Right now, Liv is outside of that ecosystem. And so I think it's a fair argument to say those guys are going to be late, whatever. They're not going to practice as much because there's no pathway to get to the Masters through Live Golf right now. That could change. And then the second is that Steph Curry is replaceable. If he doesn't, if he makes no three pointers, over the, well, that's a bad example, but because he's a marketing dream. But those guys in that are guaranteed contracts are replaced. You're playing for your next contract, right? And right now, Live Golf doesn't have any. There, there's no. There's no. There's no possible scenario in which Dustin Johnson gets replaced, or Brooks Kepka, or Bryson DeChambeau, or whoever. But if you're all in the same. Like if they get enough people, then that started like if you get all the like let's pretend like all the players in the world are um competing in the same like let's just say the PGA tour doesn't exist anymore. Everybody goes to live. Now all of a sudden it becomes a lot more competitive because guess what, Brooks Kepka, if you keep shooting 78, you're gonna get replaced because my team is not winning these titles that provide our team money. And it, I, I, there, there's there's a and Rick and I were talking about this earlier today as it relates to F1. There's a there's a path in which that type of of setup could be extremely competitive because we see it be extremely competitive in other sports. That doesn't exist right now, though, and I think we're in this sort of purgatorial state with live golf and with that style of golf that is just not going to be going to be competitive because it's outside the ecosystem of the majors, which are the thing that matter the most, and it's outside really any competitiveness or chance of those guys being replaced. Boy, this conversation is really heating up. You know what else is By really the way, Oh, I was, I was just going to drop a great ad segue. Go, Go ahead. ahead. No, 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 no. Tell me. The, can I? Well, are we still going to talk about the corn fairy thing? Yeah, let's talk about it. Well, okay. So you talked about the churn, like guys that are that'll come up and take those tour spots. So they got rid of the corn fairy tour finals. The finals used to be uh, the top or the the guys that missed the uh, PJ the FedEx Cup playoffs dropping down and mixing up or mixing in with the Corn Ferry guys and playing in the this what what is it four events Rick three or four events uh i think it's three but don't quote okay. me yeah. okay so that used to be the case and so you would get i don't know you would have your regular season Corn Ferry guys they got 25 cards they're on to the PJ tour then you'd have your 25 guys from the finals most of which would be PJ tour guys that drop down because they're by and large, you know, better players some of the time. Um, most of what most of those guys would be PJ tour guys that re-earned their card for the following year. So the reality is that each year you had, I looked it up last year, there was 32 guys that played primarily on the corn Ferry tour that got their cards for uh for this season. Uh 24 of those were through regular season. Uh, Will Zalatoris was also in there. He didn't really play the Corn Ferry Tour. And then eight of those were from the Corn Ferry Finals. That's kind of the same number that now they're just giving to the regular season. So I don't really know that the kind of turnover of um, Corn Ferry guys into the PGA Tour ha has changed a ton. You know, they talked about increasing the cards, but you're also decreasing the or you're taking away the finals as a mechanism for getting your card. Now it's just part of that extended regular season for the corn fairy tour. Now 
because it extends later into the year, you're going to have more guys like Pearson Cootie who have a longer runway to earn those cards, which I think is a good thing. But it's, I don't know. I feel like they kind of tried to prop it up as this like, oh, look, we're giving more cards. Well, you're kind of giving the same number, maybe even fewer uh, than you did in previous years to those corn fairy guys. You're just you're allocating some of them to the DP World Tour and then you're allocating some of them to Q School, which will be pretty sweet. Um, but I just wanted to say that about the corn fairy tour and, and coach to put a, to put a bow on it. I mean, uh, uh, we, those, those corn fairy guys, we talk about this all the time. The line has never been blurred. They're so good They're It's so deep. They can contend to compete the vast majority of them. You just gotta like, you gotta get them away. You gotta get them away to, to get there. And I don't know if this is it. I guess we're going to find out, but you gotta give them a path. Well, I know this, I know that the PGA tour came to me several months ago and said, um, we're going to prop up the Corn Ferry Tour. We're going to do more broadcasts of the, of the Corn Ferry Tour, and I will be the voice of the Corn Ferry Tour, as a matter of fact. But the point I'm making is they were thinking about this months ago, that they understand how important the Corn Ferry Tour players are because there's a ton, a ton of great talent on the Corn Ferry Tour, and there has to be, I think, a faster way for some of them and the three-win thing, whatever. There has to be a faster way for some of them like a Pearson Cootie, to get to the PGA Tour. Not every rule is going to be embraced. I get that. But they understand, because I've been in the meetings, how important those young Corn Ferry Tour players and getting them fast-tracked truly is. All right, let me try this again. Wow, this conversation is really heating up. (laughs) You know what else is heating up? My grill, because it's summertime, and I love cooking on the grill. Coach, what do you like cooking on the grill? I just cooked today. Two pork chops. Two pork chops. Kyle, what do you like cooking on the grill? Oh, uh, my wife. Uh, Tuesday nights are uh, gr- grilling chicken nights. So I like. I like. Uh, yeah, I like chicken. I like a good old fashioned burger. Let's just do some <laughs> burgers on the grill. And I know all my burgers come from Butcher Box because they deliver it right to the house. There's nothing more convenient than walking outside and getting a big old box of meat. And now, Coach, I didn't even know this before. Now they do seafood. You a big seafood guy? I am. I, I, I love to do shrimp with my pork chops. Well, there you go. Then Butcher Box is the perfect combination for you. And they're going crazy here new subscribers can receive a free grilling bundle they're giving away free bacon for life with your membership they're absolutely going nuts and they make the whole process very easy and they'll ship to anywhere in the continental u.s no antibiotics antibiotics or added hormones kyle that's good right that is good uh 100 grass-fed beef coach that's that's pretty that's pretty it's great it's great yes it is snazzy And my favorite part, less than $6 per meal on average. So here's what you need to do to get your summer sizzling started with this special butcher box deal just for our listeners and get your free bacon for life for life. And 10%, $10 bacon for life. Is that, do you have to enter like a Bryson code or something? Yes. The code is uh, beefy Bryson. (laughs) That's That's not the code. You sign up today at butcherbox.com slash first cut. And you use the code first cut to get one pack of free bacon in every box for the life of your membership. Plus 10 bucks off your first order. That's butcherbox.com slash first cut. Use the code first cut to claim this deal. Woo. The only thing hotter than bacon is our picks. Oh, time for time for best bets, gentlemen. 
we are going to turn our attention to the John Deere, which is uh, – oh, thank you, Jacob, very much. There's there's our best bet. So, Coach, you have scoured every square inch of Caesar Sportsbook, and you have found a matchup. Please tell the people what that winning matchup is. Yeah, it didn't take too long because there weren't very many good ones. But I'm going to go with Lucas Glover over JT Poston. And I know Glover hasn't necessarily been in, in great form, but JT Poston, he played great last week. And normally – he hasn't been playing great at all. So you give him one really good week, natural regression. I'll take Glover, the defending champion at this event, over JT Poston plus 100. Lucas Glover over JT Poston. We just worked so hard to prop up that that partner, and then Coach just throws another one under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuesday. There's a lot more matchups on Wednesdays. I guess that's what I meant to say. <laughs> I should have said it that way. Oh, that's right. Uh, John, huh, to make the cut. That's my best bet. Uh, just hits a ton of fairways. He has a really high floor. This is a great spot for him. I don't usually like to do these make or miss cut ones, but uh, he's feeling it a bit right now. Now, and I think he finds himself into the weekend. KP, I actually uh, was able to connect with Mark. Uh, he went with Sahith Tagala, top 20 for plus 150. And you, oh my goodness, you took advantage of a boost, didn't you? I did. Yes, I did. Mm. Uh, Cam Davis, uh, fourth in this field over his last 20 rounds in total strokes gain. Uh, he's playing really good. He, he's strangely, Rick, he's popped up at. You wouldn't think this about Cam Davis, but he's popped up at sort of these uh, shorter uh, courses. Like he played really well at RBC Heritage. He played really well at Colonial. Uh, he had top tens, I believe, at both of those. So I, I kind of like him, or I like him a lot actually. This week at uh, forty-five to one, his the, everybody knows he's super long and good off the tee. But uh, over the last twenty rounds, he's he's gained about a half stroke around uh, with his iron play. So that's not normally a extreme strength of his compared to his driving, but uh, I'm excited about it this week. Well, I'll give you a little spoiler. Uh, he's going to make my card later. So you and I very much on the same page here. So that's John Hunt to make the cut. It's Lucas Glover over JT Poston. It's Cam Davis outright with a boost and Sahith Tagala top 20 as our best bets for this week. Let's move into our sleepers, our top tens, and our picks to win. Sleepers, coach, 50 to 1, Martin Laird. Tell me about him. <laughs> well, I know he's been playing really, really good golf. And last week, up until Sunday, he was right there for the win. So you give me uh, him at plus 5,000. I think that's a great play. I would play him at top 20, at top 10, probably in a top five. He's playing really, really good golf. Stack him up, stack him up, says the coach on Martin Laird. 5,000. Plus 5,050 to one to win this golf tournament. Mark went with Nick Hardy, 30 to one, which uh, I don't think we qualify that as a sleeper, but we will accept it. KP, back to Cam Davis here at 45 to one. No, no, no. It's only been two years and Mark can't figure out what a sleeper is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cam Davis, 45. Uh, yeah, I have nothing else to add. I already, I already. Um, emptied the fluff, I, I fluffed him enough earlier, so he's he should be feeling good for the for the John Deere. I opted for Sam Ryder, uh, hundred to one. He has gained fifteen strokes putting at TPC or Deer Run in twelve rounds. By far his best putting course out there. Uh, he's been flushing it from tee to green. So I'm going to go with the old hitting it well from tee to green plus historically good putter at this golf course. You put it together, guy goes out and plays well or at least in theory, that happens. Top 10. Ooh, 
Coach, now you have been successful with this. I've noticed this before. You like to go back to the defending champions. Yeah. I remember when KH Lee defended successfully at 100 to 1 for you. Your top 10, Lucas Glover, to be right back on the first page of the leaderboard. Yeah, the reason I do that is to protect the number for anybody that may be new to golf betting because it's very, very difficult, and you rarely ever see it when a player goes back-to-back -back at an event. So picking him to win again would be, against the statistics, foolish. So I do think he can play well here, and he always plays well here, and the big boys, so to speak, are not here. So I love this number, plus 450, only has to be a top 10 and doesn't have to win or even be in the top five. Love it. I went with Brendan Todd, plus 350. Mark went with Adam Hadwin, plus 200. And KP, you have opted for whom, please? Uh, Webb Simpson. Weber. Although it just says, it just says Webb. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we have lost names everywhere else, but just <laughs> Webb there. <laughs> uh, I was trying to think of somebody who's last. It's Kari Webb. It could be Kari Webb. Who, who, who can say? Uh, he played great at Travelers last week. He's, I think, probably the most. Is he the? Uh, he's the favorite, right? Yeah. If there were other sports books in existence besides Caesars, which there are not, some might have Adam Hadwin, but Webb <laughs> Adam Hadwin. He's the most talented player in the field, I think. I mean, I, I was looking back. I, I did a story on Xander on Monday, and I was looking back at the last basically three years of data, and Webb is like seventh in terms of total strokes gained out of every golfer in the world which is and he he has like he's the only one that has um the and we've talked about this rick he's the only one with a massive deficiency other than hovland's chipping hovland was top 10 and his chipping is what webb's driving is so i think yeah he's he, he hadn't been playing good golf but he has been recently and yeah i'm excited about uh i, I think he's going to easily top 10 this week okay if he does it'll be plus 150 also uh I'm blanking on his name. Steve Stricker. I almost called him Scott Stallings. It's just embedded in my in my brain at this point. Steve Stricker with Drew Coach, the guy that you know makes a charge uh, on the senior tour on Sunday, the three-time winner of this event. Everybody was all hot and bothered to get him at 80 to 1 and see if he could finish inside the top 10 or top 20. Uh, not going to happen this week. You know what's crazy to me? And I know he'll probably say the reason was, I didn't even see the reason. It could be his back or whatever. This is how good of a dude he is. Morgan Hoffman is on the brink of losing his entire golf career. He's on a major medical. He's got to do all these different things. It would not surprise me if Steve Stricker saw that he'd be the first alternate and, and, and dropped out so he could play. Now, I don't know that to be true, but that's the kind of dude that Steve Stricker is. So if that's happened, good on him, tip of the cap. If he's hurt, this, this, he, he's won this, what, three times, four yeah. times? Three times. Three times. And it was three years in a row. Back to back to back. So he loves this tournament. So he plays well here no matter how old he is. We should start that conspiracy theory that he – it's like a good conspiracy theory that he dropped right. out to help Morgan Hoffman. Yeah, it would be a great story. <laughs> that would be cool. Yep. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. Could you imagine if Morgan Hoffman had a presser and he was like, yeah, Steve Schricker called me and was just like, hey, man. Wow. I, I know I'm now fueling the fire here. This We don't. <laughs> we have no idea. This probably did not happen, but let's just go with the flames for a bit. <laughs> It would be awesome if it did. <laughs> Picks the win. Uh, I went with Cam Davis. I'm with Kyle. I I think he should be 28 to 1. I think that he showed us the ceiling on Thursday and Friday last week. He showed us the floor on the weekend. Don't care about that. I think this is a pretty, all things considered, a pretty good spot for him on the schedule. There's only a couple holes. You can kind of get in trouble off the tee with the way that he sprays it sometimes. Uh, this field is bad. 
you know, strength, strength of field wise. I think this is a perfect spot for Cam Davis to to win. I I also took him at forty five to one, which I'm thrilled about. <laughs> coach, coach, uh, you are going for a little quick redemption with Sahith. Yeah, here, here's here's there's always kind of little storylines within the store uh, storylines within the betting lines, I guess you could say. But one of the big storylines is at the John Deere Classic. There's always one spot left to the Open Championship for somebody who hasn't already qualified. The Gala would be smack dab in that group, so he needs to have a great week. So normally, when you give a tournament away like you did at the Travelers, there's some regression and maybe it takes a little while to get yourself back up. He understands and he's talked about it how important it is for him to play in the Open Championship. So that's why at plus 2,200, I love him this week. Does it make you feel better or worse that Mark also picked him to win? Can I change my pick? <laughs> <laughs> it's now uh, Sahith to miss the cut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, KP, you, this would be a cool story too. Yeah. Uh, Nick Hardy goes back to Illinois, captures victory. Yeah, Nick Hardy, uh, thirty to one. He finished T fourteen at the U.S. Open. He finished T eight, T nine last week at the Travelers. He finished in the top ten. Just he's quietly been playing really good golf, and I think you know he he's not gotten the attention that Thugali got, and with good reason. I mean, Thugal almost won the tournament last week, but that's two back to back really good weeks in extraordinarily good fields, and he drops down a level in terms of strength of field this week. Uh, it would be, this would be a really, I mean, the would probably be the best story, but this would also be a really good story to win in Illinois, to get into the open championship. I, I think, uh, I think Hardy's going to have a good week. Real, 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 real quick. I think Nick Hardy, for people that don't know who he is, I compare him to Justin Thomas. What I mean by that, this dude's a beast. He will step on your throat and he'll keep his foot there until he beats you. He does not care. I love this pick of Nick Hardy by KP this week. High praise for Nick Hardy. Love to see it. Gentlemen, that leaves us with one final thing to do. It's our one and done selections, and we are going to get to those. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. And we're back. Jacob, find that find that comment. It came at uh, 4.42 p.m. Eastern Time, 1.42 Pacific. It's from Charlie w and coach you were uh you were all in on the conversation earlier and some people <laughs> fans thought you might just be uh in a filibuster situation you might just be trying to delay the one and done discussion after xander no. uh captured victory for the fans last week no, no i've always said this whether it's early edge or first cut 
I am a man of the people. I am here to allow the fans to feel good about themselves. The problem is, up until this last week, they just didn't do it. So I'll give them tip of the cap. That's fine. I have no issues with that. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Jacob, don't, don't, don't reveal it just yet. I have the fan selection here. And the fans are now in second place, $8.3 million. They are less than $3 million behind Mark at the top. The third place vote for the fans Mm -hmm. was Adam Hadwin. So they will not be selecting Adam Hadwin. Number two, with 18% of the vote, Sahith Tagala, not the fan selection. And with a whopping 31% in a runaway, the fans have gone with that man, Webb Simpson. Jacob, show us the board, please. There it is. Webb Simpson for the fans, which is also my selection, which is also Sia's selection, which coach means we're all getting zero because Sia mushes everyone like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, there's no chance that anybody has a chance. He's probably going to miss the cut now that, that Sia picked him. But there's going to be a lot of pushing this week. There's not going to be a lot of movement because of multiple picks being the same. But I'm okay with that. This is just a fun week. I love the John Deere. And for there's only one real negative person in the chat, and we know who he is. If you don't want to be here, just don't be here. But I'll tell you this. Anybody that thinks that John Deere is a boring tournament, go see Jordan Spieth. Go see Bryson DeChambeau. There have been some low-key, amazing finishes at this golf tournament. So if you don't like it, then you don't like it. But don't say that this is a boring, off-the-cuff golf tournament. It's not that. Uh, I I know who you're talking about. I be, that is at worst a Saudi bot and at best a bad YouTube troll. Yes, there correct. are some good YouTube <laughs> trolls. Block him, just block him out. Just get him out. Get him out. We, we have some good YouTube trolls like David always yeah. uh, trolls Kyle, and I think it's hilarious and it's so funny. <laughs> I I love it. <laughs> I don't. Well, uh, <clears throat> Kyle, you've opted for your pick to win Nick Hardy uh, in a field like this where you get a guy who's 30 to one and there's no reason to save him. Yeah. Fire him up, baby. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm just, I'm grasping at straws at this point, but it was, it was an easy play for me. Cause I mean, these are the kind of guys that you, when we've talked about this, you have no idea in uh, September when you start that you're going to play Nick Hardy at any point in the season, but all of a sudden, he's two top 15s in a row, including the U.S. Open. He's playing as, you know, where he played college. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, oh, Nick Hardy, let's go. Let's do it. Not going to use him the rest of the year, so let's let's use him here. Uh, this, he was the other guy I was going to go with. Now I wish I would have. Now that Mark's – I was going to take Nick Hardy. I, that's how much I love him this week. I think Kyle's going to win. I think Kyle's going to win this week. I really do. Man. I really do. Oh, boy. Uh, Greg went with Brendan Todd. Jacob went with Davis Riley. And Jacob, he's out. He's not playing tough, this tough, 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 tough. Go with tough, Riley dude. Davis instead. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I'll go with either Riley Davis or uh, Cam Davis or uh, is who else is in here? I mean, Brian, Brian Davis is in there. I think I got my Davises mixed up. Yeah, so we uh, – Davis Riley withdrew yesterday, which uh, – right. So who are you going to switch to? Who, who are you going go with? Morgan Hoffman. You know what? Yeah, why not? We'll go with Morgan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do I that. Like it. I like it. That could be one of the great stories of all time. Jacob. For Jacob or for Morgan? Both. Can you imagine 1.4 for Jacob? If he can <laughs> win this week? 
Oh, really? That's what they'd be talking about on Golf Channel after <laughs> my one and done pick. This reminds me when Jacob went with uh, Nikolai Hoygaard. Uh, where was that? At Honda. Zero dollars for that. <laughs> Nikolai Hoygaard would have been one of the guys that got his PGA Tour card last year from the deep. He, he could be in the John Deere uh, field this week if, if this was 2024. I think Jacob knew who was leaving to live. It's like he already used all of these guys. He used Reed. He used Answer. Uh, nah. Nah. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, I mean, I still have DJ sitting there, but. Tough. Yeah. Well, he'll be in the open. Oh, Are true. you going to live, Jacob? I mean, you knew a lot about this, apparently. Yeah. Are you going to live? Kyle? We're, we're no, haven't, no, haven't made no, a decision no, no, on no, that yet. No. My, uh, my, <laughs> team, my team handles that. Um, I haven't made any sort of decision on that yet. So. Hey, hey, good news though, because they're changing all the teams' names, so you're not too late. You can still get new graphics, new team names. You can get it all. He doesn't have anything like that. Outstanding. Did oh you see? Uh, did you see the Sergio post today? Yes, yes. Hey, new team name and discounted tickets. Come on down and watch the, us all the, this weekend. Like what? What is he? What are they are going to? Are they going to do the uh, NBA finals thing where they ship all the old gear off to like? Yes, like, I don't know I'm, where it goes. I'm just looking forward to like a throwback night, like five years from now, where people are wearing like Fireballs jerseys. You know, apparently it could be five. <laughs> it could be five weeks from now because they're all going to be different. That could be five weeks. From now. Also, there's no there's no draft. What the hell? What's up? They, they've botched the best. The best part about the live thing is the team and the draft, and they've screwed it all up. Well, e either they needed to have a once and for all draft off the top, right? right. Or, or they needed to have it week to week and they've done, they like did neither. Yeah. And also, now the teams are just uh, coalescing. We're going to have like, an, we might have Bob Kepka. We might have an all Kepka team. Their dad might be playing. was stripped of his captaincy after one week. Yeah, that's tough. Tough. I'm just, I'm yeah. just waiting for the Kepka. The Kepka personal appearance at the local YMCA. That's what I'm looking forward to. Did you see the? Uh, so I, we've been on the podcast while this has been popping off on Twitter, but apparently the Kepka Reed presser was uh, left left a little bit to be desired. Did you see? Did you see any of this, Jacob? Uh, I have Reed, not been. Reed, Reed was Reed quit the tour, or he resigned his tour membership, and was saying, "Finally, we get." Uh, f uh, like we get to determine who the best player is every week because we don't have st staggered starts. And he did not say that. It, I mean, it, are you it's making incredible. that up? Did he actually say something about the start? The starting time? <laughs> no, no, he 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 said something about it. I'll pull up the quote. Oh man, he did. He said, um, "Hey, we got it right here. Getting all the stars. All the stars. This is from this is from uh, Dan Rappaport. He said." Uh, Patrick Reed's beef with the tea times wave is real. When asked about his decision to join live, he said he views the shotgun start as a better way of determining the best player that week because everyone's on the course at the same time. Boy. Okay. I mean, look, I, I've played at some charity scrambles before and there's never been any question about the winner of those. For sure. For sure. Yeah. When, when, when team, when, uh, Billy Bob's team comes back at 57 at uh, shoots at 57. No one ever questions anything that goes on out there. Um, <laughs> oh, coach, you went with, whoa, you went with, uh, Sahith here. That's a good yeah. move. He's yeah. like one of the top three favorites and you're never going to use him anywhere else. Yeah, that's true. I just, right now it's just all about, you know, me, I'm, I'm like tiger. I I'm only here to win. And if I can't gain any ground on Mark, 
best, best believe I'm okay with passing the fans this week. So I'm good with that. Yeah. Mark also went with Tagala. The fans went with Webb Simpson. Uh, the fans got a real, a real life reaction to being happy that they got Webb and then immediately saw that Sia had Webb as well. And it was just a, a roller coaster of emotion in the chat when that, when the big board was, was unveiled there. Uh. <laughs> Nobody went with Hadwin. No Hadwins. <laughs> I buried it. I used him three three weeks ago. Honestly, I think I think uh, Greg sold us all on Hadwin super early in the season. So we bought. We have already all bought and sold our Adam Hadwin stock before it before it's tipped. That's true. That's true. Uh, gentlemen, any final thoughts before we get out of here on this JDC LIV week? You know, let's leave. Let's leave it with Patrick Reed's immortal words. Let's just leave the show with. Yeah, with, I got to go watch. I think this. There's oh. a video of this presser. I got to go consume every second of it. Can you go do that? I'm going to go play golf with my son, and then I'll look at your Twitter because that's how I consume most of my. <laughs> and that way, I won't have to waste my time. So thank you, KT. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do it. Mega preview pod in the books. Betting preview tomorrow morning. That's Wednesday. Round by round recaps along the way. Producer Jacob does all the hard work behind the scenes, and he's available on Twitter at Jacob underscore Halix. That's the coach. You can find him on Twitter at the Coach Rules. You can find Kyle Porter at Kyle Porter CBS, and you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.